Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's the Paul's Ice Show brought to you by Archie's on the South Side, the official chicken wing of the fan. Great spot down there at Archie's. Kale Berger in for Paul tonight. Happy to be with you on this Thursday evening. And as I talked about before the break, uh, we spoke about this on Tuesday evening uh, when it really dropped that afternoon, just a couple of hours before I jumped on the air here, uh, was the lawsuit filed by former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores, uh, partially alleging racist hiring practices by three NFL franchises, uh, the Giants and the Broncos, but also in that lawsuit, uh, a separate issue he wanted to bring to light clearly, and that was that he alleges Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross uh, attempted to compensate him to tank the 2019 season, his first on the job in Miami, was willing to offer him $100,000 per game they lost, said, hey, take a flight, take a vacation, I'll give you $100,000 if you, however many games you lose, because he wanted to tank for a better draft pick. That season, if the Dolphins had the worst record in the league, uh, they would have been able to draft Joe Burrow. Now, I'm not sure if that would still end up the same way it's ended up for Cincinnati, now playing in the Super Bowl uh, in about 10 days. But maybe things are going a little differently in Miami right now, not that they have been all that bad over the last two seasons. Though Brian Flores claims that he was fired in Miami after the season because he was not willing to go along with the program, was not willing to acquiesce to uh, Stephen Ross's requests and tank the season. He felt that he had too much integrity um, and felt that that was out of line of something to ask a professional football coach. You look at Brian Flores's head coaching career, first season, 5-11, and 11, not uh, bad enough to get that first pick in the draft that Ross wanted. But his last two seasons, a winning record, 10-6 and six in 2020, just missed out on the postseason. Uh, started 1-7 and seven this year, but ended up winning uh, really pretty much all of their games down the stretch and led them to a 9-8 and eight record. And they finished third in the AFC East, but also nearly missed out on a uh, playoff berth. Narrowly missed the postseason this year as well. So Brian Flores and I think many other people agree that he clearly was fired for mysterious reasons, uh, maybe inexplainable reasons, because he was able to get a winning record the last two seasons with a Dolphins team that, let's be honest, is not overflowing with talent, is not overflowing with marquee prospects and players. Uh, he was able to get them above 500 in two straight seasons after an abysmal first year where they were probably a little bit better than 
what they wanted to be or people thought they could be. You know, when it comes to Brian Flores, uh, something, and obviously I grew up down in South Florida. Um, obviously I have some ties to the Dolphins organization. But a lot of my good friends growing up were Miami Dolphins fans. And one of my best friends told me during that 2019 season, when I was telling him, you guys are winning too many games. You guys are going to miss out on getting Joe Burrow. Maybe you want to slow down a little bit. He said, we picked a coach over a quarterback. What did he mean by that? He said, we could have either been the worst team in the league and gotten the quarterback, or we could have hired a good head coach that was not going to let this team be a failure, that was going to try and win as many games as he could, was not going to accept mediocrity, and regardless of what it meant for their draft prospects, um, they were going to get a coach who was going to do things right. And by all accounts, it looked like Miami had that. They had a man of integrity in Brian Flores and a guy that was a pretty damn good coach as well. 10-6 and six and 9-8 and eight the last two seasons, like I said. And when it comes to a man of integrity, a true guy with respect for the game of football and respect for the institution of the NFL, that he wasn't willing to intentionally lose games, especially if it meant an extra $100,000 in his pocket that his own owner was bribing him to throw games. The other aspect of this, too, is that Flores alleges that Ross wanted him to tank for a quote-unquote prominent quarterback that was mentioned in the lawsuit. We all know who that prominent quarterback was. It was Deshaun Watson. The only prominent quarterback out there right now who is toxic, who, based on his legal issues right now, uh, I don't think any franchise in the league wants to touch him. His own franchise didn't play him all season and sat him out because of how toxic, toxic his legal situation is. Well, apparently, Brian Flores, or apparently Stephen Ross, was willing to overlook that, and Brian Flores was not. But not only that, he wasn't willing to do the backdoor or the back channel uh, maneuvering in an attempt to acquire that quarterback services, that being tampering. He didn't want to have these back-channel conversations that would have potentially worked out a deal to get Deshaun Watson into town, probably not only because of his reputation, but also because he didn't want to break the rules. That is against the rules in the NFL. Tampering is not allowed. Though it obviously does go on. It goes on in every sport. It runs rampant in the NBA, and they decide to hand out fines uh, randomly, it seems like, because... Some teams are clearly tampering. Others are not as clearly doing it, but it's a very random process with the way they hand out those fines and punishments for it. It's absolutely happening in the NFL too. But Flores wasn't willing to do it. And so apparently his insubordination appears to be why the reason he was let go after back-to-back -back winning seasons with a franchise and roster that had no business doing those numbers. But here's the real thing about this tanking argument. And I want to get your thoughts on this as well. 412-928-9370. Hypothetically, the Pittsburgh Steelers, if they wanted to tank in 2022, as a fan, would you be okay with it? What if Art Rooney II was going to Mike Tomlin and offering him $100,000 per loss to tank this season? And you as a Steelers fan found that out. That was unearthed. What would your reaction be to that? How would you feel about the Pittsburgh Steelers 
tanking if they were hypothetically going to do that. 412-928-9370. You know, I, I have mixed emotions on tanking. I understand from the players' perspective and coaches' perspective, the NFL is their livelihood. They need to play well. They need to win games because that ensures their next deal. That ensures their employment. Players on losing teams and co losing coaches do not remain employed for long. This is also a game that they love. There's very few players in the NFL, I would think, that don't love the game of football, that don't have a passion for it. You don't have a passion or love for something if you don't want to succeed at it and give it your best and give it your all. So it's one thing to ask a player to intentionally tank. It's the same thing to ask a coach to intentionally lose games. Completely out of line, out of pocket, goes completely beyond the unwritten rules of the game, of sports. But you cannot deny that the system in the NFL and in other sports to a degree too is set up to incentivize tanking. And I've said this multiple times. This is one of my credos that I live by or at least in sports and, and I'm always spouting off. The worst place to be in sports is in the middle, is average. Either be really good at competing for championships, making the playoffs, or be really, really bad and have an opportunity to get top draft picks. There's no denying. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. That. The worst thing you can be is average. But that being said... It's also about the way you go about that. You know, I heard Bart Scott today on ESPN. He was on uh, Get Up with Mike Greenberg and the other talking heads on ESPN and saying that it's one thing to try and pay your head coach to lose games intentionally. It's a totally different thing when the team's not going out and spending the money that they probably could up to the cap. They're not going out and acquiring necessarily the best talent that's available because they realize regardless of what they do and regardless of the money they spend, whether it's the quarterback, whether it's the coach, whether it's just the injury history that they've had, sometimes you have your you know nine 
serious injuries to some of your top players. And, you know, you might as well tank the season at that point because you're not going anywhere if your quarterback, your left tackle, your running back, your wide receiver, your pass rusher, your linebacker, uh, your starting safety are all hurt. I Sorry. At that point, it's understandable to say, yeah, let's pack it in. But it's the way you do it. To outright say, I'll pay you every time you lose is inexcusable. If a franchise knows that they're not going anywhere and they're actively not putting maybe the best product out there, but they're still going out there and trying to win games, that's another story. Your entire team's hurt and you're eight games into the season, you're two and six. Yeah, maybe at that point, you've lost half your team to an ACL. Maybe that's the point where let's pack it in and try again next year. I understand that. But you can't deny that there is an an incentive in sports to tank. That's how the system's set up. The team with the worst record in the NFL gets the first crack at the NFL draft, gets their pick of the litter, can pick the best college football player from the previous season. That's how the system's set up. That's what they've allowed to happen, and that's the the system that is in place. Now, it's an entirely different story, though, when it's the owner going to his coach and saying, I'll give you hundred grand for every loss you have. Uh, you need to try and lose games intentionally. And we saw a play when the Steelers played the Dolphins on Monday Night Football that season. I was there in person. There was a play at the end of the half, or it was like a third and 20 or something, Mason Rudolph ended up completing a crossing route to Deontay Johnson, and for some reason, the Dolphins blitzed the house on third and 20, and he took it to the crib for a touchdown. And everyone's like, well, why the hell would they be in that defense? Maybe that was Flores trying to toe the line until he realized, no, I can't do this. Maybe that was the final straw for him, even. But the other problem that the NFL had, well, when you go back to the system and how it's set up, the in, in, how it's incentivized to tank and, and to be bad, Maybe the NFL institutes a lottery like the NBA. That hasn't totally stopped teams from tanking in the NBA. Look at the Philadelphia 76ers. They pretty openly were trusting the process. Their general manager, Sam Hinkie, was the poster child of tanking, the face of the tanking movement. There's been teams in baseball that have tanked. You could argue that the Pittsburgh Pirates based on their payroll in recent seasons, have not exactly tried their best to get to the postseason, to win a World Series. Other teams in baseball, it worked for the Houston Astros. I know they cheated a little bit, but they still have good players on that team. There was cheating involved, and there's no denying that. But it's not like these guys were bums that were hitting all these home runs because of banging some trash cans. No, they were good players to start, and then that's what got them over the hump. A lot of teams have tanked, but it's about the way you do it. You can't go out there and be, you know, what if a what if a quarterback of an NFL team was being paid by his owner? Hey, I'll give you an extra fifty grand a game if you know things are close at the end and you automatically run out of the end zone and get a safety and we lose. Make sure we lose. That would be a huge issue. And just like that. So is the issue with Stephen Ross offering Brian Flores compensation for losses. Now, the other aspect of this that has been brought up before, but you can't be said enough, is 
There's more invested in these NFL games than ever. The league has gambling partners. They have partnered with sports books and betting apps and betting sites. There are billions of dollars of revenue and billions of dollars of money being exchanged. There will be astronomical numbers of money exchanged next weekend during the Super Bowl on prop bets, on the over, the under, who's winning, the spread. There's going to be a lot of money exchanged. The last thing you can have when it's that kind of a financial investment is doubt that the fix is in. That one team is actively trying to lose a game. There's a difference between actively and passively trying to do that. Actively is offering your head coach money to throw the game. If things are close at the end, make the worst call possible. Make sure we don't win. That's actively. Passively is understanding your situation and not spending unnecessary money or signing unnecessary players and putting yourself in a position to a couple years down the road will be better. But it comes back to this argument of the integrity of the game. The integrity of the game being when this team lines up against this other team, they know that the other one is going out there with the sole purpose of trying to win. No other agenda, no other object that they are pursuing in that game. It is a win and that is it. Now passively, a team that is tanking and trying to lose or is passively trying to get the best draft pick possible, maybe you look across that other sideline and they're not starting a very good quarterback. Maybe there's some other options out there in free agency. Maybe they cut a guy prior to camp. The guy that they're starting is not that great. There's other options out there, but they haven't made that phone call. The team has suspiciously placed some players on IR when their season was clearly out of reach. There was no chance of going to the playoffs or postseason, let alone a Super Bowl run. There's active tanking, there's passive tanking. Active is the one where you get into an issue. So with people betting all this money, this parlay, that parlay, with this sports book and the other one, ones that are actual partners of the NFL, and if these sports books are putting lines out, odds on these games, and one of the owners of your 32 NFL franchises is attempting to bribe his head coach to lose those games, that's a serious issue. And not only does that attack the integrity of the game and the confidence that fans, media, players, your corporate partners have in your product, but for the NFL, this is a significant legal issue too. If this is proven right and swift action is not taken then the NFL is opening itself wide up, wide open, opening itself to a significant legal risk. Now, I'm not a law school major. I'm not an attorney. I'm not a lawyer. You know, I have a pocket constitution, and that's about it. I know the Bill of Rights. I know the Third Amendment because it was a meme a couple years ago. That's it. 
But I would suspect that there's some significant legal issues and risk you could open yourself up to. Is This is proven right, and you don't swiftly and harshly deal with this the way that you should. They're going to investigate this. They've already said that. They came out and said it today. Unfortunately, probably they're going to investigate it more so than they did the other uh, accusations and allegations made by Flores, which is another conversation for another day. But this is a issue, a topic that is threatening the entire basis of the NFL, the institution itself, the shield. And I think that if this is proven right, there is a case to be made that Stephen Ross should be forced to relinquish ownership of his team. That's the harshest possible penalty you can have. We've seen it in other sports, the NBA with Donald Sterling and his abhorrent racism he displayed. It's happened before. There's precedent. This is a different issue, but an issue nonetheless that the NFL probably takes just as serious. I think to you and me out there, we have very different priorities. But the number one priority for the NFL is money. It's the business. It's green. And that's not the grass on the field. That's the money in their pockets. And this, unfortunately, affects their bottom line much more than the other allegations, like it or not, made by Brian Flores. So if this investigation ends up finding out that, and, and Flores has, or there are witnesses that corroborate this, I believe it was NFL Network's Cameron Wolf who said he spoke to a source who was a witness and said, yeah, I saw this happen. I saw this go down. Then the NFL has a really big problem on its hands. And I think the only logical way of dealing with it in terms of a smart business decision that protects themselves from unnecessary risk and legal danger is to ensure that you make Stephen Ross sell the team. Get him out of there, banish him, excommunicate him from the NFL. Because if there's one thing that the NFL can't have is legal risk and someone attacking the integrity of the game. 412-928-9370. What do you think of tanking? The hypothetical I pitched out there a little bit ago. The Pittsburgh Steelers are clearly going to tank the 2022 season. You're a Steelers fan with season tickets. You've been a fan since 1978. You've grown up a Steeler fan. You have a Terry Bradshaw jersey and a Ben Roethlisberger jersey. And you love the Pittsburgh Steelers and you bleed black and gold. But you find out that the Steelers are tanking. How do you feel about that? What is your opinion on the concept of tanking? 412-928-9370. That's also the Edgar Snyder Associates fan text line at 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder Associates reminding you to text responsibly. It's Kale Berger in for Paul Zeiss on 93.7 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.